Coming up on today's edition of Locked On Eagles, we take a look at the key matchups for the Eagles on offense and defense that could be crucial in a potential upset over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Sunday's wildcard matchup in the playoffs. And after watching the national championship last night, Eagles fans have linebackers on their mind for the draft. Could the Eagles draft one with one of those three first round picks? That's coming up on today's Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. You are Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Lockdown Eagles is brought to you by OnlineGambling.com, the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the NFL playoffs. Visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to get the edge over the competition through this year's playoffs. I'm Louis DiBiase. Thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. It's a Tuesday edition of the show, guys. It's episode number two this week of five. Download it into your phone wherever you get the podcast available on all platforms, on YouTube as well, and on Twitter at LockdownBirds at DiBiase. L-O-E. We're continuing to preview the Eagles' upcoming wildcard matchup in the NFL playoffs against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yesterday, I took a first look at that matchup. Again, you can find that podcast on any platform, and I dug into what the Eagles' philosophy has to be against Brady in Tampa to pull off the upset. I feel like aggressiveness on both sides of the ball is really crucial, and I dove deep into that on yesterday's show. And I also talked a little bit about Carson Wentz's choke job in Jacksonville as the Colts missed the playoffs this year. So you can find that podcast additionally on any platform from Monday. Uh, Today, we're going to get into key matchups to watch for on both sides of the football. So yesterday was more about the philosophy, right? About what the Eagles need to do, the style of play they need to have. Today, I want to talk about the players that are going to be crucial in potentially getting a win over the Buccaneers. Before we get into the matchup, though, We have to talk about last night, the national championship took place in college football. And as I said yesterday, Lockdown Eagles is always going to be a draft podcast, even during the regular season, even during a playoff run. If there's draft stuff to talk about, we're probably going to touch on it. And uh, Georgia pulled off the, they were favored, but I would still consider it an upset over Alabama in the national championship. And watching a few key players on both sides of the ball for these teams, Got me thinking about the draft, and I think it got a lot of Eagles fans thinking about one position in particular as well. Guys, here's a question for you to ponder. Can we bully the Eagles into taking a linebacker? Because when you look at earlier this year, when the Eagles were throwing the football more than anybody, what did fans and media member uh, media members alike do? They called for the Eagles to run the football more. And this is kind of a thing every single year that fans do. Like in hockey, there's the fans that just yell shoot when there's a power play. And it's not that simple. And a lot of the times the Eagles should not run the ball more. But fans knew this year, the key to winning, the identity of this team, the strength of this team was going to be running the ball. And I don't think that fans, you know, complaining was the key reason the Eagles started to run the football more. But, you know, that backlash about just the crazy tunnel vision they had with throwing the football, that pushback definitely helped. 
could you pull it off again in the offseason by maybe pushing the Eagles into taking a linebacker? Look, it hasn't happened since the 1970s. The Eagles have not took a linebacker in the first round in over 30 years. And so they just philosophically do not believe in spending premier assets on this position. But man, watching the national championship yesterday, it really got Eagles fans fiending for a linebacker with one of those first three uh, first round picks you've got, or even that second round pick the Eagles have, because it's not just that they haven't taken a linebacker in the first round in decades, but they also have only taken one linebacker in the second round in the last 20 years. And that was Michael Kendricks in 2012. Outside of that, it was, you know, the big assets they used was third round picks on Jordan Hicks and Davian Taylor. Um, you know, the trade for D'Amico Ryans back in 2012 was pretty important. Uh, they traded LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonso, but notice two of those moves were made from Chip Kelly. So when Howie Roseman and, you know, that regime has been running the front office, they really haven't put premier assets into this position. Even the best guy they've had in a while, Nigel Bradham, was kind of a prove it signing you know, in 2016 coming from the Buffalo Bills. So they just have not put assets into this position. But they have the flexibility this year. They have a lot of picks. And I think they have an added need for a player at this position that can thrive in space on the second and third level. With the way this defense plays, they need an every down linebacker. Jonathan Gannon calls for this position a whole lot more than Jim Schwartz did and, you know, other past regimes on defense. Linebacker is much more needed in this scheme with the way the amount of space that often they give up on that second level and having D'Amico Ryans, having Jordan Hicks, Nigel Bradham was very important to this team's success. And so with that flexibility they have this year, with that new need for that player on this defense, watching Christian Harris last night for Alabama dominate, watching Nicobe Dean from Georgia Eagles fans are all over Dean right now. Those two players were everywhere on those defenses in coverage against the run, big hits, able to hold their own in the open field. Like that is the player the Eagles really do need. And they have the flexibility this year to justify taking one. And so although they can't deny they don't take linebacker, you know, this was also a conversation we had a lot in 2018 and 2019 at running back. And then Howie Roseman finally took a running back high in Miles Sanders in the second round. And what did he say after? He's like, see, we do take uh, running back seriously here in Philadelphia. I could see something happening again where, you know, with one of those first four picks, he takes a linebacker. Uh, like Dean or Devin Lloyd or, you know, uh, Christian Harris. And he says, see, we do take linebackers here because they could really use that player. And are they totally screwed at linebacker right now? No. TJ Edwards and Davian Taylor looked really good in the second half of the season. But I feel like this team could really use that. You know, I feel like Edwards and Taylor are the perfect second and third linebackers on a defense. And Davian Taylor still has the potential to be that every down guy. He's got all the physical traits that those other prospects I mentioned do. Um, and he looked really good. Like he was doing it on the field before he got hurt. But at the same time, I feel like they could really use that next level of player at this position, especially now. And if it even isn't linebacker, I'm just, you know, watching those defenses last night and watching, you know, I was watching Arizona the other day and seeing Isaiah Simmons or, you know, Micah Parsons with the Dallas Cowboys just do it all. Or Malcolm Jenkins back in the day with the Eagles. You know, they could really use just that versatile second and third level player 
that can, you know, be great in the run, can cover tight ends and running backs, you know, can play, you know, the deep half of the field, just the Swiss army knife, right? What Malcolm Jenkins did for this Eagles team from 2014 to 2019, they could really use that player. And uh, so it could be a safety too. I just want that kind of style of player. But in this year's draft, outside of Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame will, will probably be a top seven pick. This draft offers more of those players at the linebacker position than safety. So I want one. Whether it's Devin Lloyd, Nicobe Dean, Christian Harris, make it happen. Fans, I need everybody to keep talking about how badly they want a linebacker on Twitter because I think it helped get them to run the ball more earlier this year, and we'll see if you can pull it off again once draft season rolls around. But draft season is not yet. The Eagles have a playoff game to deal with on Sunday against the reigning Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If they're going to pull off the upset, who are the key players that will be crucial in getting a W. That's coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles. And guys, today's show is sponsored by TurboTax. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax live experts, that's what makes things interesting. Life changes are exciting and they usually have tax implications. Maybe you were a full-time employee who decided to freelance and now you need some advice on how to file as a contractor. Maybe you started driving rideshare after your nine to five job. Or maybe you work in one state but live in another. I did that for a while and you need help reporting your income. Luckily, TurboTax Live has experienced experts dedicated to answering all of your tax questions and finding every deduction for you. And you can talk to them from your phone without ever having to leave your house. Whether you get married, had kids, or change careers, TurboTax Live experts are ready to help you with your unique tax situations and get you the best tax outcome. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes. Into it, TurboTax Live. Guys, this is your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked On Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase. It's a Tuesday edition of the show, and we thank you for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday. And sometimes I'm bored and want to do a show on Saturday as well. After that meaningless game against Dallas Saturday night, it's like one o'clock in the morning, I guess, technically on Sunday. And I'm talking about Devontae Smith breaking that rookie record and Jason Kelsey continuing his Ironman streak at, you know, any game with the Eagles, I want to talk birds. And uh, this hopefully isn't the last game week of the season, but it very well could be as the Eagles are underdogs heading into this matchup with the Buccaneers. Now, if they're going to get a win yesterday, I talked about the philosophy they need to have the mindset on both sides of the ball, right? Decision-making, you know, the style of how these coaches want the team to play. But today, now the question more is about the players on the field because, you know, coaches can only do so much. It's about players executing and who are going to be the players the Eagles need to execute to beat the Buccaneers. For segment two, I want to get into the offensive players. We'll get into the defensive players after the break. For offense, the first unit I'm looking at is the strength of the team. It's the offensive line, but specifically the Eagles really need the interior offensive line to hold their own on Sunday. Of course, that starts with Jason Kelsey, who I still think is the MVP of this team. I don't think anybody's impact is greater. You lose Jason Kelsey over any player on this team, and the results are more different than losing another player. But it's not just Kelsey. Like The Eagles really need Landon Dickerson and Nate Herbig to keep playing at a high level too, and they've been doing it all year. And before Herbig, it was Jack Driscoll, 
the guard play, despite having Brandon Brooks get hurt this year, Landon Dickerson was injured earlier in the season. Isaac Sayamalu suffered a long-term injury. Jack Driscoll got placed on injured reserve. And yet they keep getting good play out of these reserve guards. They're going to need them to step it up even more and communicate with Jason Kelsey and really be on their A game on Sunday. Because number one, you have a semi-truck in the middle of that Buccaneers defensive line in Vita Vey, right? He is just a train and he is powerful and the bull rush is coming and you're going to probably have to double team him at times, but also because of Vita Vea, you also have to watch about uh, watch those guys sneaking up behind him with the blitz game in coverage as well. Uh, you know, in run protection, I should say run blocking Devin white Levante, David, you're going to have to keep an eye out for Tampa Bay in that middle of their defense, right? The first level and second level, those linebackers, Devin White is so explosive. He can get to Jalen Hurts really quick and close in on him. There's not many linebackers that can keep up with Jalen Hurts in space, but Devin White is one of those guys. And so blitz pickups will be very important in this football game for Dickerson, Herbig, Kelsey. The entire offensive line communication is going to be important. But as I said, with the run game especially, because it's really strength on strength in this game, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, they both do things really well that kind of contradict each other. You know, two units that are going to go up head to head. The run game, Tampa Bay's middle of their defense, that is where they have the star power. And so to me, some of the key players in this game for the Eagles are up the middle. It's Jason Kelsey, it's Nate Herbig, it's Landon Dickerson. They've got to stop Vita Vea. They've got to stop Devin White. They've got to make sure that middle of the Tampa defense does not wreck this football game. But it's also not just the offensive line, the interior. You know, obviously Jalen Hurts is the obvious answer here. If Hurts can't keep up with Brady, you're going to lose this football game. Like he has to be playing on another level as a passer specifically on Sunday for me, for the birds to win the game. But also it's, you know, again, it's the interior of this offensive line. And it's also the alphas in the passing game that are not named Jalen Hurts. They need Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard to step up in this football game. Considering the tough matchup the run game has and the inconsistency of the other passing targets, you know, I love Quez Watkins this year, but you can't rely on him for, you know, seven to 10 targets in a football game. Jalen Rager, you can't rely on to do anything. They need their alphas in the passing game to step up. They need Devontae Smith. They need Dallas Goddard because, you know, Jack Stahl, Quez Watkins, you know, and who knows with the health of Miles Sanders, Who's your dangerous passing target in the backfield? Kenneth Gainwell, I don't know, rotation-wise, how often he's going to be on the field with Boston Scott and Jordan Howard, likely good to go as well. So the Eagles just don't really have a reliable third passing target. It's Quez Watkins, but you know that's not an ideal scenario to have on your offense. So you need Smith and Goddard to carry the bulk of the work through the passing game. And again, with the tough run matchup they have, the Eagles are probably going to have to throw a little bit more than normal, especially too if the defense cannot contain Tom Brady. And Devontae Smith actually has a pretty favorable matchup with this banged up Buccaneer secondary. And Smith is playing some really good football lately. And Dallas Goddard too needs to step up. He's got a tougher matchup, right? He's got to go up against the likes of, you know, Devin White. Um, But this game, again, as I said earlier, is about getting the advantage in strength against strength. And so they need Dallas Goddard really bad on Sunday. I know it's obvious to say you need Jason Kelsey, you need Devontae Smith, you need Dallas Goddard. But in the playoffs, your stars have to carry you, especially when you're going up against the Super Bowl champions. 
You got to have your players execute. You got to have your stars elevate you in this football game. And it starts with Jason Kelsey, or I should say Jalen Hurts, but it also starts with Jason Kelsey and your two alphas in the passing game with Devontae and with Dallas Goddard. Obviously, like if you can get you know some big plays out of Quez Watkins, that would be huge. If you can get anything out of Jalen Rager or Kenneth Gainwell, you know, Boston Scott, your role players, that's really going to help you because this is a tough defense you're playing. But I think in the passing game, especially Goddard and Smith, like they just got to carry you. Like, you know, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs uh, with Tyree Kill and um, Travis Kelsey. They don't have, you know, Michael Hardman's kind of their Quez Watkins or, you know, San Francisco has Brandon Ayuk, but Devo Samuel and George Kittle, they carry that passing attack. And everybody knows it, but it doesn't matter. Star power is star power. It doesn't matter if you know what they're going to do. They're going to a lot of the times go out and do it anyway. And so in the biggest stage, you need your stars to step up, and I think they're the keys on the offensive side of the football. We'll get into the defense coming up next, guys. This is Locked on Eagles, and today's show is sponsored by GetUpside. Eagles fans, I have to tell you about this incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Gas prices are up through the roof right now, and so you got to download Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. All you got to do is download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents in cash back. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. You can get up to $0.50 cents per gallon in cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The money gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Guys, today's show is also sponsored by OnlineGambling.com. We're all looking for an edge these days, and I'd like to thank Online Gambling for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't already have it, Online Gambling, the app, and the website They're dedicated to giving gamblers the edge throughout the playoffs. They're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help make your bets as informed as ever. I need them because last night in the national championship, I swung out. I went with the over. I took Alabama money line. I could have used some of that advice. And they're on a mission to be the world's most empowering gaming and betting site, giving gamblers the edge by providing the best and most trusted experience online all day, every day. Go to www.onlinegambling.com and check out the latest NFL playoff news and tips and how you can get the edge. Visit onlinegambling.com slash NFL for all the latest gambling news and tips to give you the edge throughout the NFL playoffs. I'm Louis DiBiase. This is your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. We thank you for making Locked on Eagles your first listen Each and every day on today's show, I'm getting into some of the players for the Eagles that will be key in a potential upset win on Sunday in the wild card round against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. On offense, I think it really starts up front with Jason Kelsey, with Landon Dickerson, with Nate Herbig, with Vita Vea on that Tampa Bay defense in the middle, with Devin White blitzing up the middle and just roaming around that field. The linebackers are strong. The defensive line is strong. Philly in the trenches really has to be good, especially in the middle. And then I think, you know, the Eagles have to run the football a lot still. That's who they are. It's strength against strength. Just because Tampa Bay has some good players up the middle, you don't go away from what you do great. You have incredible players in the middle too. You have Jason Kelsey. 
You have Lane Johnson. You have Jordan Maialata. Dallas Goddard was one of the best run-blocking tight ends in football. You have Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders potentially coming back healthy. Same two with Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell. It, you know, Tampa Bay, this is their strength, but it's Philadelphia's strength as well. So you don't want to go away from that, but it is going to be a whole lot tougher. So especially if, and I don't trust the Eagles defense against Brady, if they're putting up points, look in the playoffs against the Super Bowl champ, against the greatest quarterback of all time, you're going to have to throw the football. So that starts with Jalen Hurts, but they need their alphas, Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard to step up because you know, the Eagles in the offseason are going to have to address this. They desperately need a reliable go-to third passing target at the receiver position, probably through free agency. Um, but you don't have that fix on Sunday. And I think Quez Watkins is a, is a player that is going to become a really good player. And he's already more reliable than he's relied upon. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't think he's an ideal third guy in an offense. Like you'd love for Quez Watkins to be that fourth player, right? That, um, I don't know, a Nelson Aguilar or Torrey Smith. And then you have Nelson, uh, you, you have Zach Ertz and you have Alshon Jeffrey. And yeah, so maybe the, the Torrey Smith, because you have a Nelson Aguilar as well, who the Eagles could really use right now. Um, so I, I think that those guys are going to be heavily needed on offense. When it comes to defense, Jonathan Gannon is the key. Because depending on what his scheme is, that could hold back some of these defensive players from doing what the Eagles need them to do. You know, a key player in this game is Darius Slay. But if Jonathan Gannon is going to tell Slay, stay on one side of the field, do not shadow Mike Evans, well, then he's not really a key player because your own defensive coordinator is kind of limiting what his role is going to be on Sunday. But if Gannon lets him play man coverage and shadows Mike Evans, Slay is going to be the key because there's no Antonio Brown in this game. Unlike last time, Brown wrecked the Eagles earlier in the year. There's no Chris Godwin. It's really just Mike Evans at wide receiver. So to me, Darius Slay needs to shadow Mike Evans all game long because if he can take him out, that changes everything. It makes it so much easier on Avante Maddox, on Steven Nelson. They just cannot have Slay on one side. You do not want Steven Nelson having to go up against Mike Evans in this football game. And if Mike Evans lines up in the slot, Avante Maddox right now, PFF-wise, has the highest grade of any slot corner in coverage in 2021. But he's a smaller player. Mike Evans is one of the bigger, more physical receivers in football. That's not an ideal matchup. You want Darius Slay all over Mike Evans. He's having an all-pro, Pro Bowl season. Let your CB1 go take out their wide receiver one. Remember how crucial it was in Super Bowl 52 when Malcolm Jenkins took out Brandon Cooks with that hit across the middle? I'm not saying take out Mike Evans. I am not endorsing a bounty gate in this game. Do not quote me on anything like that. I'm not saying I want him to get hurt like Brandon Cooks did. But in that Super Bowl, early in the first half, Brandon Cooks was destroying Ronald Darby. He was destroying Jalen Mills. He was cooking the Eagles defense as... Most players in that game did. But when Malcolm Jenkins took out their wide receiver one, that really did change a lot of things for the Patriots' offense and what they could do down the football field. And so if you can limit Mike Evans, and you know it's going to be a tough matchup even for Darius Slay, that could really go a long way. So to me, Darius Slay is certainly a key in this football game. And so too, I think, is linebacker TJ Edwards, who's having a, a breakout year in 2021. But I would still say that you know, his weakness in his game is still, you know, in space, 
in coverage against athletic tight ends and running backs, you know, against those elusive players on offense. TJ Edwards is still uh, mostly a base linebacker. He's doing a lot more in the passing game this year than I thought he would. Like he's definitely elevating his game in that way. Um, but at the same time, it's still, you know, I still think the Buccaneers are going to see him as the weak link. And I think Tom Brady, who loves to go over the middle of the field, is going to try to target him and get Edwards lined up in these mismatches. And so I think, you know, Gannon's going to try to neutralize that with a lot of zone schemes and, you know, again, maybe have some guys shadowing certain playmakers. But you're going to need TJ Edwards to hold his own because no Davian Taylor in this game. Alex Singleton isn't someone you want to rely on and on every down. TJ Edwards is the linebacker that is most trustworthy, even in this area of the game. And uh, I think Brady's going to go after him. And so TJ Edwards has to step up and be on his A game. And two, I think the defensive line. I think the defensive line, it's obvious, right? Nothing happens without the pass rush. And I want the Eagles to blitz and play aggressive and go after Brady. But Jonathan Gannon has not done that this year ever when he's playing or has to coach against a star quarterback. And not even just a star quarterback, but like a decent quarterback. A lot of the time he calls off the dogs. He doesn't dial up as many blitzes. In that Washington game two weeks ago, um, the first half, Taylor Heineke was able to kind of carve the Eagles up because the Eagles gave him a lot of space and the four-man pass rush wasn't getting there. But then it did. Josh Sweat took over. Fletcher Cox was getting there. Javon Hargrave, Derek Barnett. They were all getting in on the action. And so, you know, I want the Eagles to blitz on Sunday. But if they don't, and even if they do, the four-man pass rush getting to Brady, especially the defensive tackles, Hargrave and Cox, because Brady is not a mobile quarterback and non-mobile quarterbacks hate pressure up the middle. If you can really get pressure up the middle there and make it a muddy pocket for Brady, that will make things a whole lot easier for that second and third level. So I think the key players, obviously Darius Slay, TJ Edwards, but you know your defensive tackles, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave, and Milton Williams too. Milton Williams was wrecking that ball game on Saturday against Dallas. If you can get him in the rotation as your third defensive tackle, getting some pressure up the middle, that's really going to be important for sure. So I think all of those guys are going to be crucial if the Eagles want to get a win on Sunday. That's going to do it for today's edition of Locked on Eagles. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We appreciate you, as always. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got our crossover Thursday with Locked on Buccaneers. We've got Locked on QB1. We'll get into the Jalen Hurts aspect of this matchup on Friday. Make sure for three more episodes, as well as the first two this week, that you subscribe to Locked on Eagles wherever you get your podcast. We're available on YouTube as well and on Twitter at Lockdown Birds and at DiBiaseLOE. Thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And let's go Birds.